It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. This morning, border doubt. Queensland's latest COVID outbreak sparks fears of lockdowns and throws Easter holiday plans into chaos. Popularity plunge. The Prime Minister slips in the latest news poll as the coalition grapples with a culture crisis. Unemployment to spike. More than 150,000 set to join Centrelink queues as JobKeeper dries up. And fighting free, a man survives a terrifying shark attack in WA. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Queensland Health is under fire this morning after a bungle involving an infected man who was accused of throwing a house party while awaiting test results. The claims sparked widespread outrage before Queensland police pushed back, saying the information was incorrect. The contact tracing and inquiries that we conducted after that reveals that in fact there were only five other persons there. There is no, off- no offences, uh, evidence of any offences, but we're still considering it. Easter long weekend travel plans remain in doubt as authorities have not yet ruled out another lockdown. It comes as one new case was detected in the community yesterday, the brother of the 26-year-old landscaper who tested positive on Thursday night. Other states and territories remain on high alert as Queensland's latest outbreak continues to grow. Border declaration forms are required on arrival in most states for those who visited Brisbane and the Moreton Bay areas. Victoria has declared the hotspots orange zones under their traffic light system. Western Australia has imposed the toughest border controls, forcing anyone from Queensland to be tested and isolate for 14 days. I'd urge people from Queensland to reconsider their travel. And there is a prospect we might go to an even harder border with Queensland in coming days. It comes as New South Wales Health issued an urgent alert for returning travellers from Queensland with nine close contacts of the current cluster told to isolate. The federal government's culture crisis is causing more headaches for the Prime Minister as he takes a slip in the latest news poll. Let's go live now to political reporter Rob Scott. Good morning, Rob. Voters don't seem to be impressed by the PM's handling of the issues plaguing Parliament. Good morning, Jody. No, they certainly don't, and that's having a big impact on his personal approval rating. The latest news poll showing that Scott Morrison has taken a four-point hit as preferred Prime Minister, falling to 52%, while Anthony Albanese rose two points. The coalition, though, appears to have escaped the voter backlash, with the two-party preferred vote stable at 52-48 to Labor. That, as the Liberal Party takes a hit of a different kind, with Queensland backbencher Andrew Lamming agreeing 
threatening to step down, a decision forced on him after growing calls from within his own party for him to go, following numerous incidents of alleged inappropriate behaviour, including trolling two women online, publicly apologising and then allegedly later laughing about it. He will stay on until the next election though but has taken leave to undergo empathy and sensitivity training ordered by the Prime Minister. I'm not demonstrating really an understanding of how my actions affect other people. At this stage I'm pausing, I'm getting the medical and the, the counselling support that I need. In a bid to stem the bleeding, Scott Morrison is expected to announce a major cabinet reshuffle very soon, sidelining Attorney-General Christian Porter and the Defence Minister, Linda Reynolds. Jody. OK, Rob, thank you. A wave of unemployment is expected for Australians after JobKeeper officially ended overnight. The $90 billion subsidy supported 3.8 million workers at its peak and the government predicts at least 150,000 will be left to join Centrelink queues. During COVID, uh, JobKeeper came to the rescue. We can't keep spending borrowed money forever. And this is a program which was always temporary. The Treasurer says continuing the subsidy would be counterproductive to strengthening the economy. New South Wales residents are waking up to new freedoms, with many of Sydney's tough COVID restrictions finally ending. As of midnight, masks are no longer compulsory on public transport, just advised. Wedding and funeral caps have been scrapped, with dancing now allowed everywhere. Restrictions are also lifted on guests to homes, stadiums, cinemas and theatres. Singing is also back in time for Easter church services. More than a dozen schools in flood-affected areas of New South Wales will be closed today as the clean-up continues. While floodwaters are receding along the Hawkesbury River, scores of residents remain cut off, relying on food delivered by boat. Warragamba Dam is still spilling and is tipped to do so for at least another week. A desperate search is underway for a Victorian fisherman swept off the rocks yesterday. Police have little hope of finding the man alive after he was seen fishing on the rocks in Kilcunda yesterday morning before being washed away by a freak wave. There's several signs up saying fishermen can't fish here, but um, every year we have fishermen that try to fish off the rocks. It comes off the back of Victoria's worst ever drowning season. 47 people have drowned in the state since July. A man who managed to fight off a shark in Western Australia is now recovering after undergoing surgery. The victim in his 20s punched the predator after being bitten on the calf while spearfishing near Coral Bay on Saturday. I saw this white uh, boat come rushing up to us, we were a bit <laughs> confused as to what it was. And um, yeah, saw the guy sitting in the floor of the boat and there was blood all over the boat. Despite terrifying his friends and loved ones, they say he'll be back in the water once he's recovered. A convicted rapist who attacked a seven-year-old girl in the bathroom of a Sydney dance studio has died in prison. Anthony Sampieri was being held at Long Bay Prison Hospital while receiving treatment for liver cancer at the time of his death. He was sentenced to life behind bars following the brutal attack at Cogra in 2018. 
Australian veterans are seeking a royal commission claiming an anti-malaria drug given to them by the army is to blame for shocking suicide rates. Almost 3,000 soldiers were given the experimental drug tofenaquine between 1999 and 2002 after being told that it was safe. Many are now suffering permanent health issues and have dubbed the medication a suicide pill. The World Health Organisation acknowledged the severe neurological side effects of the pill 10 years before it was given to Australian troops. Most of us have gadgets and apps to help around the house these days, but a British company may have launched the ultimate time saver, a robotic kitchen preparing freshly cooked meals at the touch of a button. And the best part, it even does the cleaning up for you. When Osimo, the humanoid robot, was unveiled 21 years ago, his goal was to make our lives easier. One day it may not only help people get places, but help people, period. We've since had Flippy the Burger Flipper, Spot the Door Opening Dog, and for anyone sick of slaving over a hot stove each night, meet Molly, your new best friend. After six years of research and testing, the world's first robotic kitchen has hit the market. Trained to cook restaurant quality meals from scratch by mimicking human techniques. The robot has been programmed by a chef, so it follows the same movements every single time. It usually takes like three cycles, so <clears throat> when chef creates a recipe, chef then us, chef then us. The robot is the brainchild of a London-based computer scientist and it doesn't come cheap. Right now, Molly will set you back an eye-watering 445,000 Australian dollars with more than 1,200 global sales inquiries so far. They're all early adopters, they're all people who want to have the latest and newest gadgets. But very quickly the engineers are going to be developing all of the skills, so not only can it be loading the dishwasher and cleaning up after itself, it can be using the oven or frying things. Currently the robot can cook eight dishes, including pasta, paella and various soups. It's hoped eventually it'll have a repertoire of around 5,000 delicious meals. So we've got penne mushroom alfredo. Okay. Alamoli. It's delicious. The future is served. In London, Sarah Greenolch, 7 News. Thousands of Australians are set to benefit from new treatments now added to the pharmaceutical benefits scheme. One addition will make a huge difference. Medicine to treat osteoporosis, a condition that affects more than a million people across the country. Now in her 90s, Joy Fulsham is full of life, but severe osteoporosis often slows her down. A lot of pain and you have to learn to live with it. I avoid a lot of things. Fearful of travelling in cars or being around people in case a small bump causes another break. Even shaking her hand will, will hurt. If you have osteoporosis, the pain is very real. I'm just always hoping for something to make life better more comfortable. A new drug is being added to the pharmaceutical benefits scheme to provide much needed relief for the 9,000 Australians suffering severe osteoporosis. Called Avenity, it's a series of injections over 12 months proven to not only strengthen bones but create new ones as well. We can start to actually rebuild the skeleton and over only about 12 months, we can reduce the risk of fracture by about 70%. Its landmark listing on the PBS is set to save patients more than $6,000 a year. A really important step 
in optimizing care for patients with severe established osteoporosis. Avenity is one of several drugs being added to the PBS from April alongside other medicines for lung cancer, breast cancer and asthma with the subsidies set to save patients thousands of dollars per treatment. For more than 130 lung cancer patients the treatment would cost $100,000 without a subsidy. Breast cancer patients also saving more than $50,000. What we don't want is a two-tiered healthcare system where the people with money get access and people without don't. Amber Laidler, 7 News. Efforts are continuing to refloat the container ship wedged in the Suez Canal. The Ever Given has been stuck in the canal, one of the world's busiest trade routes, for almost a week. More than 20,000 tonnes of sand has been dredged to try to dislodge the ship. Tugboats have had a small victory, managing to move the ship 30 degrees in two directions. More than 300 ships are stuck on either side of the blockage. Indonesian police have confirmed a blast outside a church on the island of Sulawesi was carried out by two suicide bombers. The explosion was caught on security cameras. Around 20 people in the packed congregation were injured when the pair blew themselves up. Indonesian police say the bombers were members of a pro-Islamic state terror network. Protesters in Myanmar have returned to the streets just a day after security forces killed at least 114 people. It was the bloodiest day yet since last month's military coup. Several funerals have been held for some of the victims, which included children. Demonstrators have marched through two of the country's biggest cities in defiance of the recent crackdown. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones ended the session more than 400 points higher. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX gained. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,732 an ounce. Oil is $62 a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 76.36 US cents, 83.76 Japanese yen and $1.08 New Zealand. Woody Allen's first television interview in three decades is set to air on US television. The interview with the Hollywood director is expected to deal with accusations of pedophilia levelled at him by his adopted daughter Dylan Farrow. It was recorded before the release of a documentary earlier this year in which Dylan and her mother Mia Farrow talk about her alleged sexual abuse. One of the most anticipated court cases in US history is about to get underway with George Floyd's accused killer facing trial. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester, who's in Minneapolis covering the trial. Good morning, Tim. This will be a defining moment for America. And potentially a dangerous moment too. Good morning, Jody. Yes, 10 months after, of course, uh, George Floyd died on a pavement here as policeman Derek Chauvin dug his knee into his neck. That agonising nine and a half minutes where George Floyd was heard saying, I cannot breathe repeatedly. And then bystanders around the scene uh, warned police that the man appeared lifeless. He was taken finally by paramedics to a hospital here in Minneapolis and declared dead. That, of course, triggered, as we know, extraordinary protests across 
hundreds of American cities and right around the world. Now the fear is that that intense um, anger will flare again in streets as Derek Chauvin is tried for second and third degree murder and manslaughter in the court behind me. Now behind me uh, this large government building has been surrounded by uh, a uh, 10 foot or roughly 3 metre fence, barbed wire and a strong military presence, about 2,000 National Guard officers pinning down this city as they worry about possible protests flaring again. Derek Chauvin, uh, the opening statements in his trial will be made within hours, both the defence and prosecution, to outline their cases. It really is, though, of course, the verdict when it comes down that has many in Minneapolis and across America worried. Jody? Understandably so. Okay, thanks Tim. In sport, Fremantle's 31-point win over the Giants came with a sting. Skipper Nat Fife copping a nasty head knock and now in doubt for next weekend's match against Carlton. Meanwhile, Carlton's Darcy Vessio has become the first player in the AFLW to boot more than 14 goals in a season, scoring two in the Blues' thrilling one-point win over the Giants for a total 16 goals so far this season. The North Queensland Cowboys remain winless after an embarrassing 44-8 loss to the Gold Coast Titans, the most points the Titans have ever scored in an NRL game. David Fafita put on a masterclass on the left edge with four offloads, 11 tackle busts, 178 run metres and his own try. Earlier, the West Tigers spoiled Mitchell Pearce's 300th game, downing the Knights 24-20. With just over a minute to go, Adelaide goalkeeper Joe Gauci has pulled off arguably the save of the season in the A-League. United downed Sydney FC 1-0 to snag their sixth straight A-League win. Earlier, MacArthur cemented their spot in the top six with a 1-0 win over Wellington. An Ash Gardner half-century has steered Australia to a six-wicket victory in their opening T20 Women's International against New Zealand. All eyes were on Elise Perry, who made her return to international cricket after a year out with a hamstring injury. But Gardner stole the show with her match-winning 73 not out. Earlier, Aussie spinner Jess Jonasson helped restrict the White Ferns by claiming three for 26 from four overs. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, cold westerly winds are triggering showers in Tasmania. Easterly winds are maintaining rain over northeast Queensland as well as showers and storms over the Northern Territory. A trough is triggering showers and storms over WA and the Western Interior. Around the capitals today, possible showers in Brisbane heading for a top of 28 degrees, a possible shower in Sydney as well, 24, sunny and 23 in Canberra, rain clearing in Melbourne heading for 19 degrees, cloudy and 18 in Hobart. Sunny in Adelaide 24, a very warm one in Perth, sunny and 35 and a possible thunderstorm in Darwin 33 the top. And that's 7 early news for this Monday the 29th of March.